This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, this is Talking Devils, the leading independent Manchester United podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Barton, joined by two former United players to talk over a very eventful week at Manchester United. When isn't it at the moment? Joined, as you can see, by Phil Marsh returning after taking um, some time off last week. How are you doing, Phil? You all right? Yeah, good, thanks, Wayne. Um, just just been really busy at the moment. Uh, a lot of things going on, so uh, good to be back this week. Um and obviously, after a great performance the other night, I think, uh, yeah, we should be having uh, a bit more of a positive outlook on things this evening. So, looking forward to getting into that. There you go, now. I can drag it down. I can drag the tone down and we can be really miserable. Um, also joined by Lee Lawrence. Uh, how are you doing, Lee? You all right? I'm all good, mate. All good. Uh, I think we said the last time we, was, we did the podcast that we was uh, attempting to climb Snowden with my, my girl and my nephew. We managed to do it. Um, Last weekend, legs have just started recovering now a week on, so uh, started feeling <laughs> feeling a little bit better this week. So uh, yeah, all good, all good. This this step of the woods, mate. Thank you. Yeah, nice one. Uh, well done for doing that, by the way. Um, we were the night before we were at Old Trafford. Lee and I, we were at the former players' do. I mentioned it on Monday's pod. Um, the thing for it was a commemoration of George Best's debut sixty years on, and Lee was very good sticking to the. Um, Soft drinks, water. He's determined to do what he did on Friday, and um, he did it. And would, but... would it would, would it even be persuaded of Callum Best? And if someone's going to persuade you, it would be Callum Best, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a man with discipline, Lee, on, on Thursday night, and um, yeah, look, still on the water now. Probably planning to do Snowden again in the morning. Uh, maybe not. Maybe take the week off this week. Um, yeah, Scarfell's the next one. <laughs> um, well. I'll be watching from the the sidelines. I won't be um, I won't be joining you. All right. So um, we'll talk. We like Phil said, more positive tone tonight. Uh, we beat Palace three 0 on on Tuesday night. A really really strong result after the one 0 win against Burnley. Really good performance as well. United. Yeah. All right. There was a lot of changes in that Palace team, but there were a lot of changes in the in the United team as well. Um, some enforced, some rotational. Casemiro scoring. Um, and 
Anthony Martial scoring. I forget who scored the oh Garnacho scored the first one as well. So a really good night for for those players to get on the score sheet, particularly Garnacho and Martial. Um, well, particularly more so um, Garnacho because he's had a sort of mixed start to the season, and you really want to see him get a run. United played really well, um, really strong performance, and through to the next round where they're going to play Newcastle. And I was trying to do the numbers on this, and I should have done a little bit more research. It's quite—I think this is the record between playing someone in a final and then playing them in the next competition, the, in the same competition the season after. Um, it has happened a few times in, in you know they've played in in consecutive seasons. I think Southampton in seventy six and seventy seven. But I think that was the FA Cup in the fifth round. So this is a little bit earlier. Um, so Newcastle coming to Old Trafford after knocking out New uh, Manchester City as well. Um, Phil, what did you make of Tuesday night? Um, that, obviously, you could say it's the best performance of the season in terms of the accomplished result and performance, but. Um, you can't downplay it either. Do you know what I mean? You had to go out and do a professional job, and United played very well. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it, it was by far the, the best performance of the season uh, for a number of reasons. I think, first and foremost, I think um, the energy levels that we've shown was, was brilliant all over the pitch. Um, everybody seemed like they wanted to get on the ball and, and sort of, you know, demanded that uh, all across the pitch. I think there was some notable um, players who stood out. I think Hannibal was one of them uh, in that midfield. I think his energy and, you know, the exuberance that he's shown uh, was was brilliant. Amrabat obviously coming in, uh, playing in that sort of left-back sort of hybrid role. I know, obviously, I think he sort of gravitated to his CDM role a few times when I think the, the in-game management would have come into play there because Palace wasn't really causing as much problems. Yeah. I think he naturally gravitated to that central position where he looked really good. Obviously, he's not fully match fit yet, but he was dictating play. He wanted, he wanted the ball. He was always there as an option. Uh, and I think he will be a, a fantastic player uh, once he gets fully fit and, and we get him in that um, you know, CDM role with Casemiro and, and Bruno. Uh, but yeah, as we said, you know, three really good goals. Garnacho, good to see him on the score sheet. Thought he had a really mature performance. Um, kept the ball well and, and sort of you know went forward at times as well when when he could. Um, but yeah, good 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 all round performance as I say. I think Mason Mount came back and did well. Got the assist for Casemiro header. Um, you know got some valuable minutes in. Uh, Martial good to see him get on the score sheet. Really good finish. You know a difficult one that obviously coming over your shoulder and he just uh, guided that one really really well back across the keeper. Um, and yeah, I just think, you know, Ten Hag's got a bit of a headache now in terms of moving forward with with some of his team selections because some of them lads that have come in have, have sort of really, um, you know, done the self-justice and, and you know, he, he will be probably scratching his head now with, with who he's going to start moving forward because some of them some of them performances were so good the other night. Um, I think now he's going to have a real... Um, you know, difficult decision on his hands with with you know shuffling the pack and and who's going to be starting and obviously we've got options. So obviously Dan Gore as well came on. Just give him a mention. You know, coming on in the in the cup. You know, making his debut. Um, really good time for him to come on. I think at three 0 You know, express himself. No real pressure, but he came on. He looked really good. I loved. I loved the sort of um, the way he was just getting in in pockets and and popping the ball about. I think that was. One thing that I picked up the other night, what I thought we haven't done for a very, very long time is we moved the ball quickly. 
but with a purpose and with an yeah. aggression. And we was playing little triangles, little give and goes, always options available. And I think we, we was totally dominant, really, uh, for, for the full 90 minutes. I don't really think Palace caused us uh, many problems. There was a couple of saves that Anana made, but other than that, I don't think, we, you know, we were really comfortable in the game. So, yeah, very good night in the office for me. And, and as I say, you know, hopefully we can build on that and, and some of them players get some more opportunities. Yeah, um, I echo what Phil said there, Lee. I mean, if the, that competition, you want to see kids getting a chance. And Annabelle was exceptional. Again, he's, he's proving to give um, Tenog a real positive headache in terms of his contribution. Go coming on, doing a really good job. Amrabat, I guess we'll talk about him at some point later on as well. Um, but yeah, Phil said, you know, perhaps helped a little bit by Palace being so poor, but he was able to sort of dominate that midfield. And you wonder if, well, he pretty much nailed on that Tenag will try and do the same thing tomorrow, um, putting Amrabat there. Well, that's for a little bit later in the show. Um, but then you've got Mount probably he's best off in United shirt in terms of how accomplished he looks with his movement and, and Casemiro. Um, yes. Okay. Opposition taken into account, but he was spraying those balls around and looking absolutely regal in the middle. Um, and really sometimes you do need a game like that for these players to sort of get a little bit of ring rust off and to, you know, get some of that pressure off the shoulders and, and start playing football. And we certainly did that the other night. Um, Casemiro in particular, because he has had a troubled start. He was better against Burnley. He was great on Tuesday night. Um, he was a slow starter last season, people seem to forget, and then he, he was absolutely peerless for, for a long stretch of the season. Um, what what did you make of Tuesday night? What most impressed you? To be honest, it's like YouTube just read my uh, piece of paper with my match analyst at the side of it, because everything what's written down, you both just literally said everything. <laughs> um <laughs> I think we called for it on the last podcast that I said, "What? I just want to see United dominate a match. I, I can't, can't remember the last time, even if we have all season, I don't think we've dominated any team. Um, and that, that's what that's what one thing I really wanted to see. And I think uh, I think this this was the first time. It was definitely the the best performance we've put in all season. Um, but it was just nice to see us dominate a team again. You know, um, I think that helped with what we've mentioned earlier. We, we've had some young lads in there. Hannibal for a couple of games has been fantastic. His energy levels, he's getting, you know, he's putting seasoned professionals to shame really with the, the levels he's showing. Uh, energy and enthusiasm are getting back and forward, and you know, the thing that's been lacking all season, which is, is becoming quite evident from a couple of the players, was what, what it looked like it was effort. When you start sticking young lads in like Hannibal and Ganaccio and uh, Palestra and young Dan Gore when he come on. You know they're going to be eager to impress the manager. They, they, they want to get the chance, like me and Phil mentioned many a time. When you get your chance, you've got to take it. They're going to—they've grown up at the club. They're going to have that mindset. So straight away, the problems what we've been calling ourselves with the energy levels and the the effort or the lack of effort and enthusiasm that automatically went away. And with the players, what we had on the pitch, like you say, Gernacho was was absolutely top notch, top quality. I wish we had him five years ago. He's obviously coming to the the end, or not not the end, but the twilight of his career, uh, and to put a performance in like that, the no-look passes, what he was doing, uh, so quick, effortless, um, you know, cutting through. It, it weren't just a pass to, to play, to, you know, to find to find feet and keep possession. The passes, what he was playing, were, they were meaningful passes to get us in, you know, on chance on goal and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just overall, uh, you know, the United that 
we all love and we all like to watch. Uh, and it's just a, a nice, refreshing change to watch that. Um, even, I mean, even Martial was pressing, you know what I mean? So when you, when you find Martial testing the game, must be doing something right. And the other one I brought down here, just another little thing. Even Van der Beek, when he come on, showed a nice few little touches. So, you know, it, it, it wasn't a bad play on the pitch. It wasn't an off game. Everyone played well. Um, and it was refreshing. And it was nice to see. Yeah. Um, talking tennis says, I to us all evening. Hope you're well, mate. Um, exhibit. Um, not the exhibit. Um, I, I think I'm thinking of um, Lisandro and Regalon. He's out with injury. We'll be talking about the team news in a minute for tomorrow. Um yeah, I, th- I think you're quite right. The, the pleasing thing as well, another clean sheet, particularly with a change defence. Onana needs a couple of those behind him, um, and he has looked comfortable in, in those games. Yeah, like like Phil said, not a lot for him to do. Um, how worried are we about the injuries? United, I mean, in the last couple of games, Evans in particular being really good. Maguire didn't do anything wrong the other night. Lindelof's Iran obviously came back on Tuesday night. Um, Dallow's holding down the foot at the moment. You just think he's one bad luck moment away from an injury. Um, and then the left-back slot, which is just cursed for United this moment in time. And Martinez this morning is ruled out with a recurrence of the injury that he picked up at the back end of last season um, with that dreaded um, same thing as what we had with um, a couple of the players earlier in the season. Um, you know, he's out for some time and, you know, quite sure how long some time's going to be. I think that was the first thing on Shore and Malassia, wasn't it? They're just out for some time and that just means indefinitely um, a couple of months, you would be thinking at least. Um, so terrible news, really. Um, Phil, obviously the defence in the last couple of games has done really well to come together. Do you think that... I mean, what, what does Tenog do with this? Does he try and fix a unit? Um going forward for tomorrow something that he can rely upon over this next few weeks or does he just sort of take it game by game and hope that he can get through you know what I mean it's, it's very difficult with the number of bodies dropping yeah I think it's a difficult one especially um, at the back four at the minute with the amount of injuries that we've got and, and the players coming back to fitness I think he'll, he'll probably just have to take it game by game I think obviously the other night Harry Maguire did really well and uh, obviously Johnny Evans against Burnley was was brilliant so whether he thinks that that partnership might be able to to work sort of short term is is yet to be seen for me. Um, I think obviously we're, we're missing Regulon and Luke Shaw in that left left hand side as well. So, um, you know whether he can put Dallow in there and 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 you know maybe bring uh, Wan Bissaka back in. Um, but again, I think it'll just all depend on um, personnel and, and who 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 he thinks is is fit enough to to sort of do a job against whatever team uh, we're up against so until we get everyone back fully fit i think we will probably see a lot more chopping and changing um just to sort of get us by until we can we can get our full strength uh, back four back together yeah um like i'm talking to any says there in the comments lee you know the, we can't keep Ryan Martinez fit for a period of time. It was the undoing of our season from March. Very difficult one, isn't it, really, Lee? That because I mean, Martinez, it wasn't his own doing. He was, you know what I mean? He was injured and then has struggled with this recurrence of the injury. Um, Baran, on the other hand, um, you know, he's always had this injury background. Your player who struggled with injuries. 
is it difficult? Like, you know, like when, you know, shows had the same thing throughout his career, it's like, you know, like there's always that question mark against him, you know, like, to be able to stay fit. And it's difficult for, you know, what I mean? difficult for a man to trust them, difficult for a support to really think that they're going to last the distance, difficult for a team maybe to sort of rely on them, think that this is a defence that we can always rely on. And difficult for the players themselves to sort of think we've got the mental strength to get through this. Because, like, I mean, the, the question mark that was always said against Varane was when they're t- going as tough, that's when Varane t- seems to get injured. And I think it's a little bit unfair, but you know the point I'm getting at. There are a lot of question marks over the, the durability of the defence. Um, are you concerned about it? Do you think that um, it's just a case of bad luck for United at the moment? I think it's very bad luck, mate. I'll be honest. I think uh, before we come on here, I was just looking at you know the team, what what I would play. Obviously, Palace, which we may we may or not get to later on, and looking at what we had left over, and if we had if we had you know the the squad fit with no injuries, we could I could put two teams out there, which I think could get in the top half the second team and getting the top half of the Premier League so we have built a squad and the squad we've built is uh, it's a decent squad now. you know we've got two decent players more or less for every position now which we've not had for a long time you know what I mean and it's just it's an absolute crying shame that we're not able to to use this squad as we'd like to do it's um, it, due, due to injuries and bad luck you know it's it, it's it really is uh, it really is our lines at the moment with it um, I mean I was just thinking about Johnny Evans when they signed him. I, I was thinking, I mean, I, I love Johnny Evans. You know, played with him with the club, and you know, I've got I, I've got a lot of time for him. But I didn't think it was going to be a, you know, a bit of a daft sign really. But he's proven to be quite clever. Off ten, I got he's done. And the last couple of games, he's impressed me. Um, I think he can strengthen that defence uh, as a squad player massively. Uh, it was nice to see Maguire. He went out of a good game. He didn't do nothing wrong, wrong at all. One. Every real battle that he was, he was asked to win. Uh, I don't think he needs the ball away. But I've heard today he's got a knock. I'm not quite sure how, how serious that is or not. So he's got a knock too. It's just, it's just one of them, one of them things at the minute where we seem to be taking two steps forward and one step back with the injuries. Um, we just need everyone to get back fit. Once we get back fit and we start, like I say, we, I've said it. I think every podcast this this year, but we start getting an identity, knowing who we're playing with week in week out. Then I think. The, the tide will change, but until then, we're, we're gonna we're gonna struggle, and we're gonna have to do it like you said, game by game. Um, just, just pick the team what's available to against you know what we think is gonna work against the team we play next and the week after. And at the minute, I, I think ten eggs under the tide with that. Yeah, I hope that um, that when people are assessing the job that he's doing, that they take that into account because that, you look at the criticism, and there's been a fair bit this season. None of it really, all that criticism has been on results and performances. None of it has really taken into account the significant injury crisis at the club. In fact, when people have mentioned it, they tend to blame Ten Hag and sort of say, is there something going wrong in training? It can't be just a coincidence. So he's catching it from all quarters, regardless of the, you know what I mean? He's not catching a break with with any of the criticism. I hope that, I mean, we're fairly balanced on, on here. I don't think we're blaming him for it. And I think we're, seeing what he's doing with the the hand that he's been dealt is is probably 
a decent job at the moment and it's a, a horrendous hand that he's being dealt, you know, trying to start a season like that. Um, I, think, I think, Wayne, just going off that, I think you just got to look at the Munich game and look at the bench we had out on the Munich game. I think we had three goalkeepers on the bench. Uh, yeah. Johnny Evans, Dan Gore, Hannibal, Forson, Gennaccio, and that's, you know, playing a team which are expected to more or less win it this, this year, you know what I mean? So, the, the strength in depth was just not there. Any knock or whatever we had in that first team or someone getting tired or, you know, we, we just, we, we were set up to, for me, it, we would have been really, really lucky to come away with anything with the Munich game because we just didn't have the, the, strength in, the strength in the squad to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, Robbie says, there's no coincidence the introduction of youth has changed our fortunes, a lesson for some of the seniors. And that's it. We've probably made that point on the pod before that there was no arm in throwing the kids in at that point. That you know we we were that beleaguered with confidence that you need them in to bring the crowd up. Um, Dan, evening, Dan. Hope you're doing well. Uh, hope you're able to make the match tomorrow. He's been under the weather lately. Um, evening, chaps. He says the only positive is we will have ten players who shouldn't be tired for the second half of the season. Should we be in contention for trophies? By the way, have I mentioned Hannibal before? Dan is a um, big fan of Hannibal, and um, I tell him generally not to tweet on match days because he's got a terrible um, track record of getting predictions wrong. But to be fair, last week he, you know, and your support of Hannibal is always welcome. We all love Hannibal here, um, so no problem with that. Um, but try not to tweet on match days, Dan. Hope you're well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we, yeah, we'll be playing Palace tomorrow then with this sort of patched up team. Um, given that there were, Phil, a number of impressive performances the other night, Hannibal sticking out as one um, really major plus. But United, you know, they've got Mount back, you know, the different players coming back into the team. How do you think Ten Hag's going to play? I mean, Garnacho as well, you know, Rashford. He was on the bench, um, obviously, in the week, and Garnacho really did take his chance, and he hasn't had a sniff of first-team football because of the results as well, because of the nature of the way that the results and performances were going. It's been difficult to bring him into games, so a lot of sympathy for Garnacho and Tenog in using him. Um, probably a lot of criticism for Rashford because he's just been untouchable and sometimes players like that oh you've got to learn that the hard way as a younger player um you, you know rashford still scored a good goal in munich didn't he no it wasn't rashford who scored a good goal it was rashford who scored a good goal at arsenal sorry Ireland scored against munich um so sometimes you do have to accept that you know the senior players going to play through the game and you know, you're know you not just going to bring the young up so on it's particularly because of the political kind of statement that I'd be making, bringing off your best player in, or your, your supposed best player in Rashford to bring on Garnacho when you'd be looking, if you're chasing a game, to bring on those players together and have them together um, so it's a difficult one for Ten Hag tomorrow, what, how do you think he's going to play it? I think it'll be interesting because obviously it'll depend on if if Amrabat plays again and, and he plays him in that left back sort of role. Uh, I think Hannibal might get a sniff because you could then play Casemiro with Hannibal and Bruno. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And then either Mount or Ganacho off the right-hand side because uh, I think obviously Rashford will come back in. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that'll probably determine on, on whether Hannibal gets a look in. Um, if, if obviously Amrabat comes into the midfield, um, I do think he, he will uh, maybe drop out and, and maybe come on uh you know 60 70 minutes just to give us that a little bit more of energy hopefully we're, we're sort of in a good position um but in terms of you know deserving of a place for me he's, he's done everything he can and again as a young player sometimes it is a little bit disheartening when you've done absolutely brilliant and then you get dropped out of the team but i think it is essential that you don't sort of overplay um players at times and you do dip them in and out just so that we can you know still um learn and, and sort of get that um sort of overall view of, of what it takes really to get into the first team i think he's, he's obviously massively improved by training with the first team a lot more some of these uh world-class players now um you can see his attitude spot on and for me i i hope he, he gets another opportunity um I, again i think it'll just depend on whether the, the manager goes with uh uh, Amrabat in that left left back slot, or whether he doesn't, and I'm hoping he does get another opportunity because I think he's he's more than deserved it, and you know he, he's he's keeping his shirt for me at the minute. You, your performances um, should should determine you know for me whether you keep your shirt or not. And at the minute, you know the, there's no one more deserving than 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 sort of him to be to be in the starting eleven. Yeah, uh, Lee Palace were poor on. On Tuesday night, but they've had a good record at Old Trafford in recent years. I, I imagine it's going to be a vastly different Crystal Palace A team B performance that we're going to see tomorrow, um, and it, it sort of makes it a little bit more tricky for Tenag in terms of the way that he's going to play. Because yeah, all right, Amrabat playing free role at left back. Um, you know what I mean? That's something that you might expect to see. Palace will probably they don't have much in terms of firepower. They'll be looking for counter attacks and and set pieces. Um, so he probably does have license to play him in that area. But United really they had the pressure off a little bit. We can praise them for the performance on Tuesday night, but the pressure was off because it wasn't in the league and the pressure is going to be back on. They're going to be expected to try and you know because of how poor Palace were the other night to put them to the sword early on. And it's a different kind of pressure considering the way that United have been storing in the league. Um, what are you expecting to see tomorrow? To be fair, mate, I wrote a right good team out before, uh, before we come on the podcast and about half an hour before. 
three or four of the lads who are putting the team uh, available. <laughs> so it kind of caught me up a little bit, if I'm being honest. Um, I, I think, um, listen to what Phil said about Wan Bissaka, I'm not sure Wan Bissaka, is, is he in contention or is he still on the, the sidelines at the weekend? Uh, well, someone in the comments said Wan Bissaka left back and the little right back. Um, I, I thought I thought it was still uh, still on the sideline for the weekend. I, to be honest, yeah. so I've I've got him. I've got him. I'm about still at left back. To be honest, which is, is you know he, he had a great game. Though, don't get me wrong, but I want to see him. In his, I want to see him in his rightful position yeah. alongside Casemiro. That's 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 for me. That's massive getting them to in there. Um, but I've I've just gone with I think I'm about I'll, I'll stick at the left back for the, the time being. Um, and I think it's it's going to be really unfortunate. I think, and I think Hannibal, like you t- two said, is, is deserving of, of keeping his place, definitely 100%. Um, but because it is a league game, uh, and again, we, we're trying to get trying to get as much points as possible with, with the points we've dropped over the last few weeks, I think he's going to go for possibly Casemiro and Mount um, as, a def- as a two defensive midfield players. Uh, Fernandez, uh, obviously, up top in the midfield running running stuff. I think he's going to bring Rashford back in. I don't know if I personally do it or not. I think I'd give, you know, the lads like Phil said, you play well. You should For me, you should keep your shirt. Um, but I think he's going to bring Rashford back in. And then for me, the debate is he's going to play on the right. Um, police Drake, 100% effort he put in. You know, he, he, he looks like he, he could be a, a real good asset to us in the future. But when I watched him the other day, I did think he was a little bit, a bit of an immature performance. I don't think it was... Uh, yeah. If you, you understand what I mean, I don't think it, it, it the effort, the determination, and some of the stuff we're doing are brilliant. But I just think it's just a little bit, a, a little bit immature at the moment for for the game what we need on on the weekend. Um, and I'm wondering whether because he's been and this is just me off the cuff whether it it give Martial a chance there because he seems to have been praising Martial quite a lot recently. So I'm wondering whether he puts him. On the wing and gives him a gives him a go on the right. So we've got a, a front three of Martial, Rashford, and uh, Ireland. Um, it, 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 for me, it would make sense. Yeah, the last couple of games he's changed the formation up, hasn't he? To mm. to put like Rashford and um, gone um, Rashford and Ireland through the middle and sort of messed around with the midfield behind and them. That, that that is exactly what I had. I had a, I had a four four two, but in a diamond shape before we come on, and I thought that team's a cracking team. And then three of them had to drop out because of. Because of injuries, which I didn't know about, so it, uh, it kind of caught me up a little bit. Um, talking Teddy said about Garnacho, um, echoes what we've been saying on the pod for a couple of weeks. Uh, most of his top performances have been as a sub, um, and that's probably why he's not. Well, we know that that's why he's not starting, and, and the fact that Rashford's a starting player in that position. Uh, Dan says he thinks the only changes will be Rashford in for Garnacho, Bruno in for Palestra. Nice to see Bruno get a night off for once. Um, he says he reckons he'll retain Manable, Annabelle and Mount will come from the bench. Mount was brought off, wasn't he? So maybe brought off with the game in mind to start him on, on Saturday. Um, and I, if I was given the choice, to be honest, Annabelle's played a lot of football lately. I think, you know, it's not a bad game for him to be on the bench. You'd want to, if you want to inject confidence into any player at this moment in time, it's probably Mount. I don't think Annabelle's struggling for confidence at all. I don't think it's a bad game to sort of put him on the bench and if he needs to come on and he, he probably will come on I can't imagine why he wouldn't um but you know you give him that 20 minutes half an hour and, and sort of like say keep that momentum going um so see uh Robbie says um such a shame with Marciali looked good the other night glass legs 
I, I'm at the point with Martial um, where it's almost unfair to criticise a player. I got to that point, actually, for a long time with Lindelof because he was so beleaguered. And, and like where I'm with Maguire now, he's so beleaguered and so much under pressure that it doesn't do him any favours to keep criticising him. And we reached that point a few times on the podcast where we talked about players then you're going in on them and it's like there's no need for it. We're here to like offer analysis and criticism. And, and I think everyone's fair game for that. No one's safe from it. Every single player, you can criticise them for the performance. But at some point where it feels like it's becoming a vendetta or if a player is in terrible form and they through no, you know, they can't help that. They don't want to be in bad form. But they're, they're in the team because there's no other option. It's unfair to sort of um, throw you know, daggers at them for, for that. And Martial, I think, is is that, you know, he's in there. He's playing that number nine role because we don't have an alternative to Ireland and we need to rest him sometimes. Um, so we can all say, you know, he's not the answer and he doesn't look interested and we wish that, that like, that there'd been a work, a move that would work out for all parties. It didn't happen and he's going to be here until um, January. So, like, I think, Phil, only one of you guys said earlier that, you know, Ten Hag's been talking him up, and he's got to. He's got to do that for the next couple of months because you don't. I mean, you've got to try and talk Martial up. You can't have him completely disinterested. You've got to have him somewhat engaged because there's too many games, um, and he will be playing. It's not at the point it used to be. I mean, it sometimes is with some players, as we've seen with Sancho. You know, you can, but you can't get away with that every single player. You can't say that player will never play again. And that's where we are with Martial. We don't have an experienced forward to lead the line if Oyland's out, apart from Martial. So it has to be him, unless you put him Rashford through the middle. And clearly, he doesn't enjoy doing that. And at least we've got the options in that front line um, to be able to mix that up. Um, so that's Palace at home. Hopefully, I think we're all optimistic of a, a better result um, than we've been getting in the league lately. Apart from, you know, obviously, beat Burnley last week. Then we'll be following that up with Galatasaray. First Champions League game at home for a couple of years. Um, funny as well, uh, lads. Phil, I'll come to you first with this. I was just looking, I think it was two years ago today, it was the Villarreal game with Ronaldo scoring in the last minute. And I remember that game and thinking, all right, we, we played pretty rubbish in the game, but Ronaldo scoring in the last minute and Old Trafford was unbelievably bouncing that night. And they do, <clears throat> we all reset that little wave of optimism after the Newcastle game and that little Ronaldo wave that we were on, thinking, oh, my God, this could be the start of something a little bit different. Um, I don't feel like everyone's got that Champions League optimism this time around, that anything could happen. I think we're all a little bit more pragmatic and realistic with our chances, especially what we saw against... Bayern Munich, but I do think what we did see against Bayern Munich was considering where we're at within the, the injuries and our status at the moment, we're not a million miles away and we shouldn't fear any team that we've come up against. So obviously, like Man City are the strongest team in the competition, they'll probably go on to win it again. But apart from that, we shouldn't really fear anyone. We've gone toe to toe with Arsenal this season, quite unlucky, quite unlucky. Apart, it was a really kamikaze incidents against Bayern that cost us the game. So coming up against Galatasaray at home, we should be optimistic about getting a result in that one, right? Yeah, I think uh, where we're at at the moment, uh, for me, is, you know, in, in games, even though we've not been, you know, stellar in, in the performances, I think we're, we're, we're always in the games and we're scoring, we're scoring a lot of goals. 
However, we are conceding a lot of goals as well, which is is the biggest problem for me. Um, we're conceding sloppy goals. We're conceding goals that are really avoidable goals, and we're making individual errors as well, which which is compounding that. Um, I think the other the other uh, night against Bayern Munich uh, when we played in the Champions League, I think you know if if someone would have said you'd have been you'd have scored three goals at Bayern Munich and not come away with it with a point. I'd have been absolutely, you know, devastated with that. But I just think in that game, we, we sort of didn't manage the, the game well enough. I think when we scored, I think we conceded within a minute or two straight after, um, which again comes down to experience, you know, managing the game. Obviously, in a hostile environment, you've got to be able to, um, you know, deal with that. Um, so, as you said I don't think we're a million miles away I just have a little bit of a worry of, of conceding uh, a lot of goals however the last couple of games we've got two clean sheets so Burnley again maybe we're a little bit lucky to, to keep a clean sheet there because they had they, they did have a few good chances in that first half especially um but again we, we, we're, we're sort of coming off the back now of two clean sheets we, we've sort of you know a lot of players out so the players who are coming in and, and you know hopefully keeping the shirt that should you know give them a little bit of confidence that we can uh, we can move forward with that and and as i say champions league nights back at old trafford the atmosphere is going to be absolutely buzzing galatasaray are a really good team i think they've made some good signings they're, they're a, a threat i think to be honest if i'm being brutally honest i think it's going to be a, a fight between ourselves and them for second place in the group um, so it's a big game. I think I think we we need to um, you know impose ourselves and, and start quick and and just take it to them. And as I say, we are scoring a lot of goals. So if we can get a couple of goals up, uh, I think that will knock the stuffing out of them, and, and we can hopefully pick up the win. Yeah, these are the games where you earn that experience. Do you know what I mean? These are the games where you form as a team. So you can't just keep always saying. Or they don't have the experience, blah 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 blah. You have to gain it at some point and then kick on for that. I remember the um, Galatasaray 1994, where Beckham, Davies, all that lot came in and scored goals. Do you know what I mean? And and that was a, a coming of age game for them. So you're gonna need that. Maybe you'll see that for you know Annabelle. You wouldn't be surprised to see him play um, on, on um, Wednesday night. I think it's Wednesday night. Um, talking tennis again. I'm glad for you joined us tonight. Made some good contributions. He says, I, th I think we are where we are and we deserve to be, but the defeats to Spurs, Arsenal, and Bayern could have all been very different. So could and should have been the Wolves win, mind you, and the Forest win, and maybe the Burnley win as well. So, you know, United are, can't really complain about the, they can complain certainly about the nature of very many decisions that have been absolutely bizarre this season but i think in terms of the results um not really i, I don't think anyone's really grumbling that united are showing a, a false economy at the moment uh, um lee uh, what do you reckon of uh, i know we talked last week of the buying game what do you reckon of galatasaray are you confident that you know united and this is a thing that paul always says to me on monday morning podcasts he always says the big thing that Fergie used to drive um, forward, and you guys will be very familiar with this, is that if you've got a big game coming up, you, before that big game, you really want to have a strong performance and result where nothing sort of goes wrong so you can carry that into the next game. You don't want to have a below-par performance because you're 
sort of you're losing that momentum. I, I guess that's something that you just take for granted, really. But it puts into perspective what United need to do tomorrow to be able to sort of carry on this run of good form. Because if they stumble to a draw tomorrow, then obviously changes the atmosphere ahead of the Galatasaray game. How are you feeling against um, ahead of that Champions League one? I, I, I think tomorrow is an important game for that too, Wayne. I think if obviously we can we can get another winning streak, if uh, we be you know defeat Palace again and do it in a, a good manner uh, and train well, I know he's on about having a good a good an actual good win uh, and a good game beforehand. But I think it's very important to train well after that and carry the momentum going not only in the games but in in through training. I think if we can uh, if we can do that uh, and you know. Get into some, you know, have a little bit of a mini run of form going into it. I can't see there being a problem with Galatasaray. I mean, like Phil said, they're a good squad, um, notoriously hard to beat, um, but unpredictable too. All Turkish teams are unpredictable, they always have been. Um, it, it's going to be interesting, but uh, I mean, like, look, going back to the Munich game, I mentioned the squad depth. I think if we had a, a full strength squad there, um, and Anana doesn't make the, the horrendous mistake that he did. And then we had the decision with the handball, which for me was never an handball in the memory of man. It was, it was what a yard for me when he added the ball to his hand. Um, you know, when, when, when we get a little bit of luck and a rubber degree and things like that, um, I, th- I think we could have got something from the game. Um, I think, don't get me wrong, I think Bayern were, were a much better, better team on the day over the whole 90 minutes. And I, I think 4 3 probably flattered us a little bit. Uh, but to go away at Bayern, like Phil said, and score three goals, um, the, attacking wise we've done our job, defending wise we didn't. But I don't think there's, there's there's nothing to fear with the rest of the group, and I don't think there's nothing to fear um, when we play Munich again. And hopefully we've got a stronger squad when we play Munich again. And like I say, I, I know you're on about second place, Phil, and I, I think just all it takes one bad result or a slip of Bayern, and we could we could be back in it. But you know me, I'm always optimistic. <laughs> Well, I mean, that, that's the thing as well, you know, um, we could get that result against them at Old Trafford, you know, there's nothing saying mm-hmm. we can't. I think we've made it a couple of years ago that United seemed to have a real problem playing at Old Trafford um, because there was so much pressure on. I'm not saying that we've turned the corner from that, maybe that pressure's still there, but at some point, like we saying, like we saying earlier about the experience, at some point, the worm has to turn and, and the players will start to pick up confidence. And sometimes it does take things like the Hannibal performances of late I, I always remember a bit you know obviously a little bit older than you two lads and i can remember the um the first wave of fergie fledglings you know the russell beardsmore and david wilson yeah. and daniel graham and they all sort of came into the side um new year's 1989 and um and then they i think it was new year's day we played liverpool and Beardsmore played a he played an absolute blinder. He was fantastic in that game and won three one. And I think that was the first time that Ferguson realised that the, the when United bring on young players and when they introduce them into the team, what an impact that they can have on the crowd because the crowd responds and gets behind them in a different kind of way. Especially players who haven't had their opportunities. You know, like like an animal, people have been waiting to see him get his chance. Like you know, you know, they'll get exactly the same kind of um, backing for. Kobe Menu when he finally gets back from his injury and he's able to play these kind of players um, even just by being themselves can transform the atmosphere and that atmosphere can transform the tone of a season last season um, remember 
Um, we were losing to City, weren't we? And Wambasaka went on that run, and it's a different point I'm making in in the same kind of way. Wambasaka went on on that run, and the crowd just went nuts for it, and the the flow of that game absolutely changed. So when you when you can influence the crowd, and maybe Ten Hag is sort of noticing the trend of doing that, you know, with bringing on Garnacho in games and and. and the reaction to Hannibal and and Amrabat even away, you know, a young, not a young player, an experienced player who's not been at the club long, who's not burdened by that weight of pressure that every other player's been under, um, that they can have a liberating effect on the crowd, basically. And and you you make two or three of these changes and these players play in a a team and it can make a massive difference to um, the tone of a season. You never know. You never know. Um, Anyway, it rambled on for a bit there before I, I closed the pod. Um, Talker Tennis says, that, yeah, I remember those games. They were QPR in the Cup. Yeah, Daniel Graham scored, I think, at Loftus Road. And I think it, was, it went to a second replay and we knocked them out. Um, some um, thing. He asks if Phil lives in a pub as well. I can confirm. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Um, but you never know. I wish he did. If, if he did, I'd be doing the podcast in the pub with him. <laughs> yeah, we, we'd be there right now. We'd be there right now, yeah. That's why we're all remote. Um, although I think he, he wishes he was because he would have needed a pint to sit through that monologue I've just gone through while everyone's waiting for me to close the show. One thing we've not mentioned, and I wrote it down here, and I'm surprised no one's mentioned it against the Bayern Munich game, was was the Musiala performance. He's, he's another level, isn't he? Yeah, he was... Um, very good. He was very good. Um, he, he, he won. Uh, we're going to get a result back at our place. We're going to have to get someone to sort him out because he, for me, he ran the show and he's, he's a young lad and he's, he's the epitome of a young lad who gets his chance and taking it and he's he's took it really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah he's very good. Yep. Yeah, hopefully he'll be um, injured or suspended. Not that we wish him ill, um, but uh, that he won't be playing at Old Trafford. You, you like to see great players, but not all the time. Um, when United's results depend on them. Um, if you've enjoyed this show tonight, um, please give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you've enjoyed watching um, the replay, if you're watching on the replay, um, say hello. We do comment on the replays as well, on the replay comments, I should say. If you're listening back on the audio podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on the platform you're listening on. We really appreciate that, and it really helps us out. Um, and uh, Really, the biggest congratulations is to Lee's internet connection because before the start of the show, we weren't sure he'd make it through halfway, but he's got all the way through to the end. Um, so um, if United are as durable tomorrow, then we'll be talking about three points next week. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week, guys. Um, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and stay safe and stay well. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.